Before we get started, I have a question for you. Do you like podcasts? Of course you do. Otherwise, this would be a wasted exercise. Well, why aren't you doing one yourself? It's not that hard. You can promote a cause, promote your business, or just let those nonsensical rantings between you and your friends flow out. We make the process very easy at Eau Claire Hometown Media, and it only costs a couple hundred dollars. That's right, a fraction of the price to advertise on radio or TV, and you control 100% of the message. Just reach out to us here at Eau Claire Hometown Media for a no-obligation meeting. We'll tell you everything you need to know about getting your own podcast off the ground, and we will help you promote it as well. No? Why? You don't like great water? I would... I mean, I would probably, it probably would, Mississippi would probably be good water. Boy, I really took you guys for a turn there, I didn't like, I? I was like, where's he going with this? I, I grew with the Missouri. It looks. Hey, travelers. Welcome to the Taproom Takeover podcast. Say that five times fast. Uh, this is Landon, and of course I have Troy with me, and we are taking over. I we guess. are taking over the tap room. We're actually here on a day where it's not open, so we, we want to thank Jenna. We're here at Amory Aleworks in Amory, Wisconsin. Thank you, Jenna, for having us in, and uh, especially on a day where there's nobody here and and you are supposedly have free time, right? Right. It makes it really <laughs> easy for us to take Big it over. Day. Yeah. So we're actually out. Um, we're not in the city of Amory, but we are near Amory, um, sitting in what used to be the basement of a barn, correct? Correct. Yeah. Uh, so let's let's just go through how Amory Aleworks started. So you've been around since... We are going on our fifth summer. Fifth summer. So this will be our fifth year in business for Amory Aleworks. Very nice. How big of a town is Amory? Um, population around 3,000. <laughs> So pretty small year round, um, but we do pick up quite a few folks in the summertime. We've got a large lake population yep. where a lot of people from the Twin Cities come sure. over for their cabins. So, I would say that's kind of a, a, a fun part about this northern zone of Wisconsin yes. is you get population density goes down. You kind of get these little bars that pop out in the country that are as unique as yours or aren't necessarily as common, but yep. you know it's kind of fun to be out here. Yeah, and so you've got, and so like I said, we're sitting in a barn, right? So you converted yes. this this barn from like an actual animal slash hay barn. So at one point back in the day, it was animal hay barn. Yeah. Um, when I bought the property, the ups, so this is a three-story barn, um, okay. which is a little interesting. So yeah. when I bought the property, the top two floors used to be an old antique shop. Oh, so okay. the prior owner had an antique shop here, and then the basement was truly the husband's woodworking shop. Um, but underneath all the drywall, when you take it all back, was the old trough floors, mm. the stone foundation. Sure. So kind of they built over the barn, um, but the pieces were still here. Um, and it wasn't up to, obviously, commercial standards. We didn't have water. <laughs> we didn't have a yeah. septic. We didn't have all those things. So you kind of had to start from scratch. And 
take it down and rebuild it from there. But yeah, I mean, you can still see from being here that we've got the two, I think it's about two and a half to three feet wide of the stone foundation. Um, and it's absolutely gorgeous in here. Yeah, a, you guys, yeah. You guys did it 100% correctly. I don't know how you can make it any nicer than what it is. It's beautiful. And you repurposed a bunch of the barn wood and, and yeah, stuff? So yeah, so what's neat about this is some of this is from here and then other of pieces of this have actually come from other barns. So okay. This piece is from one of our friends' barns that fell down, so we went and recaptured that oh, yeah. wood Barn and brought it in a, here. It's worth its weight in gold. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we've kind of reused materials where we could and kind of kept it true to standard where possible. You guys are about as farmhouse ale producing place as you can be. You're in a right? barn. You're out in the country. You know, you're not near a, necessarily a, a big city by any means. You know, you guys are just kicking it out here. It's awesome. We are. We're doing our little thing. <laughs> So when you when you started or when you thought that you wanted to to make a brewery slash uh, food place, yep. What what was the thought behind it like? So the thought was really, um, I would say, finding the property. Um, sure. I found the property first, and it was you came here. This uh, this place has to be shared. Yeah. yeah. And it obviously didn't look quite like this, <laughs> um, but you just knew. I mean, the outdoor setting here is beautiful. The barn itself is amazing. Um, so I knew it was something that had to be shared. Um, I obviously am, was not from Amory at the time. So it was trying to figure out what to build that made sense for this community um, and what I knew to be dangerous in. <laughs> um, and that is a tap room. So between and restaurant space, um, between myself and others that I knew, um, we had the skills where we thought we could give it a go. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. at worst, let's say we built this out and people didn't want it. Yeah. Because um, I'm not from here. Maybe people don't want craft beer. Maybe they don't want a pizza place. Yeah. I'd at least have awesome event space. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so I kind of had a fail-back plan of like, let's try this because barn I weddings. think it's needed. Yeah. But if not... I could do barn weddings. I can do graduations. Yep. And it's kind of funny because we've built into all those things. So yeah. now we're a tap room. We're a restaurant. And we do events, <laughs> um, which is all my favorite things. So it kind of is fun that it ended up being all those things anyway. Yeah. And it's not even your full-time job. No, this is not my full-time <laughs> job. This is a passionate side hobby. Um, we have an entire part-time crew. All of them either have full-time jobs or are retired stay-at-home parents um so i would say everyone who works here is here because they want to be here right <laughs> that's that that's fun. that's a good problem to have yeah that's, that's we're great. super lucky and an yeah. incredible team um but a team that is here because they love the concept they love what they do and they really believe in what we've built and i'll just give a shout out to candy because i got to meet candy yes. uh <laughs> I, I was here in a previous weekend and uh she had asked well why are you here and I said, I'll be honest with you. We're just checking the space out before we do the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> and she goes, oh, you're doing a podcast. That's the greatest thing ever. You're going to love Jenna. Oh, and yeah. Said, okay. <laughs> and Candy is, um, so when we started five years ago, um, you know, I didn't have employees. We weren't even permitted in the kitchen or brewery the day we opened. We just were so excited to get occupancy. So we opened on New Year's <laughs> Eve like, great, 10 people are going to come and we don't care. And then we opened and people started coming. We yeah. need to be open again. 
And then we'd slowly permit something and roll out the kitchen. And, oh, this is great. Now we want to come for food. And I'll never forget our first summer. We um, we were running out of food left and right. We didn't even have a walk-in cooler. I literally had a double door refrigerator oh, and a prep table. <laughs> because I didn't think in a town of 3,000 that right. food would take off. Right. And it did. So we spent our whole first year building out walk-in coolers, solving things. But in that, hey, you really need employees, Jenna. <laughs> we love you. <laughs> but maybe we should hire people. <laughs> a, few, a few other folks won't hurt. Yeah. <laughs> so then we started growing. And you'll see a lot of my people. I think probably 40% of my staff is my original crew. Oh, wow. Uh, That's awesome. Pretty good beginning. retention. That's yeah. great. Yeah. 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 And then we've just grown. Most people who come on have stayed on. Um, and now we're anywhere from 12 to 16 employees seasonally. Um, so yeah, we're very lucky and blessed. Yeah, that's oh. great. That's awesome. So uh, when you guys when you guys built this, what how big of a brew system did you want to put in? Um, the system? goal, <laughs> which is really funny when I think about it now, because we're not even there, um, was a three to five barrel system, mm-hmm. and I'm on a one and a half barrel. Oh my. Yeah, currently. <laughs> so we obviously still have room to go there. Yeah. Um, as you can see, it's not a very big space. Um, so even as we grow, we kind of learn what we can do in our limited space. I think three is probably pushing the limits, but... And, you, and you're doing the brewing, correct? I am doing the brewing. <laughs> now, did you have brewing experience, or is this a learning-as-you-go type of game? Um, I did it enough, again, to be dangerous, yeah. but definitely taught by friends. Didn't go to school for it. Yeah. Um, went to school in Colorado to learn how to scale up and open a brewery, sure. um, but not necessarily on the brewing part. So learning as we go, um, we've had some great folks come in and brew alongside us and teach us. Um, Mm -hmm. And now we teach our staff as well. So I brew most of the time. And then I would say one of my other staff members here brews probably 10% 10 of the time to help me out. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. And you weren't you weren't brewing immediately when you opened, right? (laughs) (laughs) No, you didn't need that added stress, right? No, (laughs) year one we call was the year of food Um, and just solving the fact that that's almost, off. that's almost yeah. what you have to do, though. You're trying to do everything at once when you're kind of like a one-man army like yourself. You know, it's uh, it's, it's hard. Yeah, you get one thing down, get it good, yep. and move on to the and next. And that was our yeah. plan. So we didn't start brewing till year mm-hmm. two. You'll see a lot of our reviews say, they say they have beer coming, or they have one beer on tap. Mm-hmm. And that is true. I mean, when we finally, finally got there, we got permanent. We were so excited. We had a beer on tap. <laughs> and then people would come. And we only had one. <laughs> <laughs> like an old school German brewery. I know. We got the one. We got but the, you guys we, are a brewery. Yeah, well, we've got beer. What, what more do you want? I know. <laughs> so I think that's, um. we like to tell people, yes, we are a tap room and brewery, but we're very small. So you'll never see 12 tap lines of our own beer. Yeah. We bring an awesome other craft beer um, to kind of supplement. At one time, we might have up to six. I think that's the most we've ever had on tap. Right now, we've got four plus a seltzer so that's pretty good for us um but again us doing it on the side this is not our full-time jobs right um so we do what we can but yeah beer's only been here probably four out of the five years uh, we don't understand at all this is our full-time job (laughs) i'm just kidding (laughs) see you know well (laughs) everybody that's followed us knows knows very well with this is uh it's a not even a job. Love. This is a le- yeah, yeah, it's, labor it's a love. labor of love. That's yeah. that's why we do it. Speaking of which, should we uh, should we try a beer? You want to try a beer? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, Start with the pale. You want to? St- 
Sure. All we right. can start with the pale. Let's yeah. we'll work our way up the, the darkness ladder here. Yeah. So, um, you know, just kind of looking at your guys' beer lineup here, you got a brown, you got a pale, you got a holiday, and you got a stout. So not like the, you, know, you go to some breweries and they have the most bizarre kind of like sugary milkshake IPAs. It's kind of refreshing, actually, to come in and not have to. You didn't want to put any marshmallow in this? I know, right? Maybe next time. <laughs> <laughs> you will find that when you come here, most of the beer we brew is middle of the road, Easy drinking, standard brews. Um, One of our biggest sellers is an amber ale, which actually we don't have. And that one I would say we have on tap the most. Um, And then our second biggest seller is actually um, a coffee stout. So we have a friend who owns a coffee company, uh, Grumpy Goat, (laughs) down in Florida. (laughs) And he will direct roast, ship it up the next day, and we put it in our beer. Um, so we do a couple of interesting things like that, but yeah. for now we stick to the standards. Um, obviously a goal for us is to get a little more crazy on the spectrum, but we will not right now be that beer. We're kind of just happy giving you classics because everyone loves those. Can't go wrong. And that's, yeah, like I said, it's refreshing to come into a place and you don't have to like start playing like, what is this? Yep. Like, I'm going to look this <laughs> up on my phone real quick, you know? Yeah. I can just be like, oh, a pale ale. That's I, us. I like pale ales. Yeah. I can't wait to have one. Yeah. We like them all. I mean, it's a good, your pale ale's right on point, too. It's nice. Thank it has you. a little bitterness, a little, little fruit in there, a little citrus. Yeah. Not yeah. too crazy, but easy Very drinking. Mm hmm. And, and I would say, you know, since you're kind of out, I wouldn't say Amory's out in the middle of nowhere. No. But, but we definitely are in the northern part of, starting to be the northern part of Wisconsin. Yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, would you say that people's palates, once you start getting up here, are a little more, are a little different than like the extremes of the craft beer world where... Minneapolis or something. Yeah. Uh, Oh, well, I would say you can see that by our tap lifts. We yeah. obviously have a domestic <laughs> on tap, which is probably a lot different than most craft breweries. Which is not a bush light. Right. It's not a bush light. We do have McGolden Light. Um, <laughs> to be fair to McGolden Light, though, that is a regional beer. It is a regional beer. Um, props where props are due. And I think we know where we're located, and we yeah. understand that everyone who comes in here isn't going to love craft beer, and that's okay. We want you to just come and enjoy the experience. And the fun part of it is you can have someone who likes a McGold. Hey, I want a McGolden. You want to try our pale ale before you try that? And a lot of times you can actually get people to kind of jump into something easy drinking. Yeah. Um, I actually appreciate that. I got a yeah. family that is like just widely picky. widely As, as do I. <laughs> I. And to be honest with you, you know, and, and where I had grown up, Michelob Amberbach oh, yep. was considered <laughs> like the dark beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that was that was really going out on a ledge for a lot of them. Right. You're like, hey, I drank an Amberbach the other day. And you go, good? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> no, I tried a dark beer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and people's misconceptions <laughs> of dark beer, right? Like we have right. a brown ale. Our brown ale is actually pretty light. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so a lot of people, I don't like dark beer. Well, how about you just try this? Um, and you'll find that, oh, oh, actually, I maybe only drank something really light 
I'll drink an amber because yeah. that's only a little bit on the multi side, <laughs> yeah. not too hobby, you know. Oh, your brown ale is actually not super dark. Cool. There's so a, there's one thing I've learned about Wisconsin beers. Wisconsin loves amber ales. Oh, they love them. Wisconsin will love yes, them. Yes, I know. Sweet amber. You can sell it to everyone. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> we love amber ales. We use amber ale and um, well, when it's on tap in all of our. We have beer brisket. We have mm. beer cheese sauce. Ooh, Amber yeah. Ale is the one that does it all. Such a workhorse beer that yeah. doesn't get any praise. I know. We're a big fan. <laughs> and that was the great thing about the menu. So we had food when we were here the other the other week. Sometimes. And I think we almost ordered the entire menu. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm glad we didn't. And uh, I think my wife was very hungry. So it was like, and we'll, it's have, huge. <laughs> we'll have a pizza and we'll have a pretzel and we'll have this and we'll have that. Did you get the like, nachos? No, oh, but, good. <laughs> but we saw someone that had <laughs> the They're nachos. They're amazing. And, and, but by the time we filled up our table, yes. which was completely full of food, it was very good that we didn't get the nachos because <laughs> we would have taken the nachos home without ever eating a nacho. Yeah, and they're huge. <laughs> yeah, they are huge. And so many people will come and, but I want the nachos and I <laughs> want the pizza. And you're like, that is great. You're going to yes, take you some home, man. But you should also <laughs> just make another trip. Yeah. You know, come again. Come well, again. Places like this are so clutch for Wisconsin, though. Because, like, you know, you bring family from out of town. And, like, you go to the, like, the mom and pop in town that just serves the same food as everyone else. You're like, or we can go. Like, there's, like, these little nuggets, like, you guys yes. kind of scattered throughout the countryside that make really good food. Unless, like, better food than what the area maybe would have otherwise. And you can be like, I'll take you to the Amory Ale Works. Everyone will be happy. Like you'll have good. You know, you're not like taking them to the. And the it's diner. an and it's an experience, right? Yeah. And that's I, I what mean, we that's, are. And that's what you're trying to create is yes. an experience. It you know, even when the weather isn't perfect, you can come in and you're still getting an experience because you're in a barn and and it's very obvious once you sit down for two minutes if you actually look around and you're not on your phone <laughs> <laughs> that. It is a barn, and that's it's an experience rather than going to like a Perkins or yes. you know someplace like that. That's the best part of Wisconsin. We have all this natural beauty, and it's like, well, I mean, like Wisconsin. No one's like going to Wisconsin for the cities. It's like, oh, Wisconsin has the best cities to go <laughs> hang out in. You know, it's like, yeah, you're gonna come here. You're gonna be in the country. When oh you're, yeah, you're gonna yeah. We're gonna we're gonna take you out to the country. And and by the way, and of course, the people that are listening to this, obviously, we can't you know show you. But the patio space that you have out here is beautiful. It's fantastic. It's, yeah. yeah. And the fire pits and, and mm-hmm. all of that. So even if you're here at night, it's still a... Uh, it's, it's awesome. Nighttime is kind of um, the fun time in the summertime. Um, we've got fire pits going during the daytime. We've got beanbag boards. Um family friendly you know yeah. you'll have little kids running around playing beanbag boards i don't know it just yeah. makes you happy yeah. summer out here is our happy time winter's happy for the opposite reason it's super right. cozy inside um just a unique space and it warms you up and yeah. even the night that we were here i think the fire pits were still going but obviously if if you're from wisconsin or even just from the midwest where you know just a little bit of warmth is cool enough to be outside. Like, oh, yeah. Just start a fire <laughs> and I'll go hang out by the fire. Right. <laughs> that was that day. <laughs> yeah. I, th- I think it was maybe 25 degrees, maybe Good cooler enough. than that. People are like, oh, eh, yeah. we'll go outside. Oh, There's yeah. a fire going. It's fine. in the car. I'll be fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when we took our patio chairs off, everyone was like, can I eat outside? And you're like, well, it's 18, I guess, if you want to. But we, right. <laughs> we I can. Won't stop you. <laughs> it's Wisconsin. Be you. Do you just want to hold your food? food in yeah. your hands and Be stand you. outside you, you <laughs> do whatever you want people get so damn stir, stir crazy in this state sometimes when it comes to winter that they'll just well, literally oh yeah you, you get a nice damn winter and everybody is I was at the excited. gas station it was like the first 50 degree day i was at the gas station i was the only guy wearing pants and everyone else had shorts 
was like, guys, it's still March. Let's like pump the brakes, maybe. Well, then That's you then you throw a pandemic on it where everybody was inside for oh, so yeah. long, and you and you just go, I I can't be inside anymore. Oh <laughs> yeah, just don't. I want to do everything outside. Everybody now. wants to be outside. Speaking of uh, pandemic, I'd, hopefully you'll remember whatever it is you were going to ask. I'll just save it next beer. I'm older than you, and I'll forget. <laughs> so, um, how how did you adjust or like pivot? For the pandemic i mean obviously every business had to do something right um, um so we obviously were closed for a while yep um we reopened and we did i think take out for a week um and then they actually reopened bars um at limited capacity sure, here sure um lucky for us we have a team of people most of our employees have jobs outside of this yep so we do have a little leeway of if we close people have something else that supports them um so that was one thing that was helpful is just that not yeah. everyone relied on this so being closed was not great but probably a little bit different adjustment than some businesses yep and then once we did reopen i mean just the flexibility of the staff so obviously yeah. rules changed overnight um i remember meat costs we reopened and like <laughs> right. to get our brisket it was like we're not having brisket <laughs> so unless people want to pay 40 dollars for nachos ain't happening and just the fact that the team could adjust to all that um supply chain was out of whack i remember one week we couldn't get shredded pizza cheese so we were hand shredding blocks oh of like gosh. mozzarella and pepper jack <laughs> um so flexibility got us through it the, ch the fact that you have to change right yeah. um you know that you have to adjust to keep people coming in the door and really just working with not only your staff but the patrons like what makes you feel the most comfortable what can we do do you have any suggestions um and we're lucky i mean we had great patio space so we weathered summer well yeah um probably comparative to some folks and then we're used to a slow winter here in wisconsin <laughs> um so By you definition, just definition every winter is a slow winter. <laughs> right you know <laughs> you downshift you make adjustments and you're smart like when we were closed we actually redid repairs and maintenance that yeah. had to be done that you couldn't do when you're operating right and i think you saw that in a lot of businesses no yeah for sure they stopped yeah. they remodeled they did things um you had that window of like ah, well if I'm closed anyway, yeah, yeah I this. might as well do all the floors again and do all the hard yep. stuff that I can't. Um, so that we did those same things. That's good. Yeah. yeah it was yeah. nice. Yeah. Which beer would you recommend, recommend next, the holiday or the brown? Ooh. Let's go with the brown ale next. Oh, I was hoping you'd say that. This is one of my favorites. So it's lighter than a lot of the brown ales that you'll traditionally have. We make a pretty light, easy-drinking brown ale. Um, mm, that's very good, though. Yeah. A little malty. Um but still a little bit of sweetness to yeah. it. Yeah, yeah not too. You know? Just a little bite of little bite of that kind of roasty malt bitterness, but you also got a little sweetness to kind of balance that out in there. Yeah. A little, little bready. But this is the one that we kind of flip between. We'll have amber ale or a brown ale on sure. top, usually one or the other. Brown ales might be like one of my overall favorite beer styles. I, I love brown ale. I drink ales. a weird amount of brown ale. Which, how often do you go to a place now and you actually see a brown ale? Ooh, actually, I would say I sometimes see it more. Do but, you? Um, Maybe you go to way different places. I don't than know. I do. I've been up north I, a lot. I need you to know, start going to South <laughs> Shore, and they're uh, fantastic. I need to start oh, yeah, that brown ale. <laughs> <sure. laughs> I would, I would say overall, a lot of breweries kind of gone away from the brown ales, but like, I don't know. You come to a place like this, you see a brown ale. It's like ah, finally. And yeah. like yesterday, <clears throat> so yesterday we had a busy patio day, and I would say our biggest seller was the pale ale and the brown ale. Yep. 
you know, once again, a lot of breweries uh, are always chasing trends and stuff, and they kind of forget how much workhorse, like a, a good pale ale can be, a good brown ale, like, you know, that mass just, everyone likes them. People have already been conditioned to know what a brown ale is. Yes. You don't have to, you don't have to teach them. No. And that's what we do I, here. What's a, what's a Grotsky? You're like, oh, let me explain to you a Grotsky. You can just be like, oh, it's a brown ale. Yes. Which is, I mean, I appreciate the folks who do do that. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And I think you can taste some amazing beer styles. Um, we just don't have the bandwidth or the manpower. So we kind of stick with what we know. Huh. And we try to do a mix, right? So you always usually see something dark, yep. something light. Um, we don't usually have a porter or stout of, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Oh, that's fantastic, though. Something for everybody. Yeah. yeah. That's very yeah. drinkable, obviously. And then we do, what else do we do? We do Kolsch's. We do Hefeweizen's. Uh, we make a fantastic Hefeweizen. Mm. Um, that's kind of under an underappreciated beer style. Yes, that one's one of our favorites. <laughs> People go nuts for Hefeweizen's when they get them, but no one makes them anymore. Yeah. You know? like, I, I nickel fire sometimes, like, what do you got for Hefeweizen's right now? And I'm like, nothing. Yep. You know? Yeah, I think, I think we tried to do a... a you know, we do a beer vlog yeah. every week, uh, you know, so a video version of this, a somewhat shorter version of this. Um, I think I tried to do a Hefeweizen week once, and I went to the store. Nothing. Oh. I think I found one. Oh, wow. And it was one that we'd already done. So. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so you go, well, never mind. Just yeah. try to find another summer type beer yep. that we can do, you know, but. I, I think I know one place off a hand, offhand that, that does a Hefeweizen year-round. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Yeah, you definitely don't see them year-round, but it is mm. a great summer. And it's not even w- in Wisconsin. Yeah, I finished it's my it's sample glass of the brown already. That's how good it was. So. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. Let's be honest. It's a Sunday, and you just want to drink. Sunday. Uh, Sunday, and Sunday I have a, Sunday. I'm at home with like a three-week-year-old uh, week baby, so it's like, uh, alcohol. It tastes Congrats. so good. <laughs> yeah. Well, wait till you have a 12- and 11-year-old. <laughs> Tastes even it better. Is, it's the same thing. <laughs> 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 They're just different ages. You just drink for different reasons. Huh? To which I go. <sighs> <laughs> well, you guys actually have a seltzer on too. How does that been going? Yeah. So seltzer, obviously, big summer seller. Yeah. Uh, we just started it this past winter. Mm. So we will see how it goes. But I would say this last two weekends where it's like warm and nice out. Right. People have been ordering seltzer like crazy. Yeah. Um, again, a nice option for non-craft beer drinkers is it just a regular seltzer or do you got a fruit in there we add different flavorings oh. depending on yeah. what Smart. you like yeah so you make the base and then you make the choose base. your own adventure yes and then we can flip them out um so yeah and then we also make so we obviously have the craft beer we've got our own in-house seltzer and then we do wine and craft cocktails oh. so we do like sake bloody mary's different sake cocktails um we have some wine-based, like, margaritas, Irish cream. So we aren't, again, we love our craft beer, but we understand not everyone does. Right. Um, so we kind of mix it in. And you'll also find, I mean, our regulars who might drink beer 80% of the time, 10% of the time might order something else. Yeah. And that's okay. And, like, you know, that's kind of part of the the game up in these, like, when you're at these outposts, you have to accommodate most. You have to accommodate. You have to. Mm-hmm. You have to do it. You know, when you're in the cities, you can get super, if you're in a massive city, you can get super particular. Yep. But <laughs> not not in these kind of places. Not here. And especially what we are selling is the experience. And right. so we understand in a group of 10 people, not all 10 are going to want craft beer. We all have that Hopefully uncle. we can introduce you um, to some of it. And if not, we just want you to come and have fun. Places like this too are really good ambassadors for the craft beer. Like, yes, know, 
you guys, uh, you bring people out for these adventures. You know, they might be a person who wouldn't go to a brewery otherwise, and you never know. You could always snag in a, a new new convert there. That's the fun part. Yeah, and this is the yeah. good, like, uh, Those are the fun patrons. Uh, oh, you don't like craft beer. Well, let me give you some samples, and let's talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> and then sometimes you come away like, ah, oh, that didn't work, but other times you're like, got another yes. one. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> it's amazing how many times you can get somebody to actually try craft beer who's only a domestic beer drinker, and they like it. Yep. But they never maybe had that experience before. So yeah. it's been fun. Yeah. And people are more accepting of new things when they're having a good time and in a good spot. A hundred percent. So if they're out here, they're on the patio, they're like, oh, this stout's tasting great or yep. whatever, you know. A hundred percent. Or if they've had a couple before they arrive here. You know, that's <laughs> not wrong either. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we are, we are in Wisconsin. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> That's not wrong either. <laughs> Especially up in the the kind of the hinterlands here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, and and we for a short time we both worked in in a brewery too. You know, serving people. And there's always those people that get drug along. That are like, I don't want to be in a brewery. They don't. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> it's actually somewhat amazing how sometimes the first thing you get to a table. Hi, what can I get for you? Let me tell you, realize I don't like beer. Okay, oh, well, nice let's, <laughs> let's start over, and that's okay. You're welcome yeah. here. And yep. I think that's what we found is, you know, some ladies will come, not ladies, gentlemen too. You know, some people are wine drinkers only, and that's okay. We got great wine. Right. Um, mm-hmm. yep. It's been a fun, it's actually been interesting to grow with people. What do you want? That's how we got craft cocktails um, with our sake is people asked for it. No. Hey, can we get more fun, different things? Okay, let's figure that out. Yeah. 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 And that's great that you're you actually listen to the people. We try that, to that grow with our folks. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> we know that we're a small community, so you want to keep people coming back. And if right. people have suggestions, obviously we can't do them all. Yeah. I can't grow into a ten barrel brewery overnight. <laughs> um, I only have so much time. But if you've got things we you don't, definitely you don't have a fermenter you can just set aside to barrel age something in it Wouldn't for that be great though? For like a year and a half or something. Yeah. I'd want to drink that one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd love to lager this for six months, but I you know. know. <laughs> someday someday on the list we just keep saying put it on the list <laughs> <laughs> and that list gets exponentially bigger all the it time does, it does yeah. but eventually <laughs> we you know get things off the list chip away yeah. at it yeah, yeah we finally got real tap handles so you know we're getting there <laughs> <laughs> that's progress yeah, i would call it progress good. yeah <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm excited to try this holiday one. Yeah, uh, so the let's, holiday. Let's take a break just for a second. We're going to take a break for our sponsor. Come back and try And that. then we're going to come back and uh, try a couple more beers, talk a little bit more about Amory Aleworks, and then, of course, we'll uh, we'll end it with, uh, you know, all of the great details about how you can get to Amory and, um, you know, what you'll experience when you get here. Boom. All right. Awesome. We'll be right back. This podcast is sponsored by Grazia Veda Concept Salon and Paradise Massage, where whole body care is their specialty. Now offering massage, nail, and hair care services tailored to everyone's individual needs. They're conveniently located at 4638 Golf Road in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, or find them online at graziesalon.com. All right, we're back. Uh, we're going to finish off the two beers that, that Jenna has poured for us. By the way, we're at Amory Aleworks in Amory, in case you, you know, forgot. You just forwarded halfway through the podcast which if you do that that's very uncouth you should not do that yeah. i feel like i do that sometimes i don't feel like i use the word uncouth very often so I, I need to work that into my vocabulary a little more um i think the next on the list holiday ale yeah our holiday, holiday ale. ale 
So this one's got some spice to it. Um, Allspice, cinnamon, and coriander. Definitely get the coriander and cinnamon right on the yeah. nose. Yeah. yeah. It jumps right out of there. We did a beer pairing for Valentine's Day, and Ooh. this one was paired with a carrot cake. Mm, and nice. it was a really fun pairing because the allspice from the beer mixed well, obviously, with the carrot cake spices. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what would you say the ABV on this guy is? 5.5. Ah, I was going to say, it's it's a nice, <coughs> a lot of times people get a little too heavy with their winter ales yep. or holiday ales. It's kind of nice to have a more sessionable one. Yep. You know? I had, I had an incredibly hard time finding holiday-type ales, you know, the spiced beers this yeah. winter. I I went out with the intention of finding mm-hmm, mm-hmm. several of them. And, and there weren't a ton. No. And honestly, we brewed this, and we ran out, so we brewed it again. Wow. We liked That's it great. so much That's that right. we did um, double batches of this guy, which is the last week of this keg. I think we've got six pours left in there. Um, <laughs> so lucky for you. A you little get less one now. of them, yeah, right? Feels good. <laughs> feels good to win. <laughs> but yeah, it was a fun one. It's the first year that we've actually done a holiday ale. Um, and it turned out well. I yeah, would do it yeah, I would do it again. Yeah. Nice amber <laughs> copper color on there. It's nice and clear. It yeah. has all kinds of great flavor. We say mm. it's a love it or hate it beer. You know, it's got some kick to it. So when we give samples, it's like you're either going to love this and you're going to want a full glass or you're going to be like, eh, yeah. not my style. And that's okay. That's I mean, that's kind of what we've experienced with like uh, pumpkin, pumpkin, pumpkin ales. Pumpkin ales. Really, mm-hmm. any Same deal. the second you start putting spice in anything, you're going to lose right. a portion of yep. the population instantly, whether that spice be coriander or jalapeno. You yep. know, you're going to lose. I don't like coriander, but that same person would pound a jalapeno beer or something. You know, it's like yes. everyone has such weird palates when you mm-hmm. get to the adjuncts. But <laughs> that being said, my expert pal would say this is a solid holiday. Good, sale. thank you. <laughs> We've really enjoyed it. <laughs> Troy's now the expert the palate. Yeah, uh, just say as, as far as my palate and expertise are concerned. Yes. <laughs> well, what was fun about this one was we had quite a few um, people come who really don't like you know, a different beer. And this is one that folks consistently drink. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, like, what my biggest complaint a lot of times with holiday beers is kind of like what I was saying a second ago. It's like they just get so high on ABV. Mm-hmm. And you just get all that boozy. And I am not a huge fan of boozy flavors in beers unless it's supposed to be there. So it's kind of nice to have a holiday beer without that. Yep. Attached to it. So it's Again, actually making me very, very happy. very sessional beers here at Andrea <laughs> yeah. Works. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, that's, and that's great. I, I would say if, you get a lot of people in here that Come are car. new or yes. new to the craft. And granted, I mean, you know, 2021, you would think, oh, not everybody's new to the craft beer world. Yeah. There yeah. are a lot of people <laughs> still new still to are. the craft beer world. 100%. Yeah. So yeah. That wave hasn't hit northern Wisconsin that hard no, yet. No, not really. <laughs> I mean, it, it's coming and it's happening. But, you know, we're still, we're not, you know, we're not. I get my father-in-law who's from near here. I get I get him to drink one craft beer a year. Yep. And that's yeah. about it. And then it's like, well, do you want a PBR? Yep. Or do you want an MGD? <laughs> I guess if it's free, sure. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, Why not? We're, we're moving on then, huh? <laughs> One of our highest percentage ABV beers that we make actually is a ginger beer. Ah. Oh, So we do yeah. um, a house-made ginger beer, of course, not on tap right now, um, but we rotate it in. And that is one of our highest <laughs> alcohol-based beers here, which we sometimes laugh at that out of all of them, the higher one is our ginger beer. What, what does that come in at? Um, eight to nine percent, depending on how we brew it. Yeah. yeah. Once again, I, I, you know, especially as I get older, especially you're coming to places like here where you have to drive. You know, it's mm-hmm. nice that you don't have to like 
you know, for me, make that compromise. You, yep. you come in, you're like, oh, this beer looks awesome, but it's 10%, but I really want it. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, it's just, you got. And maybe two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you got a bunch of sessional beers on, so it's like, oh, I can drive here and have yes. a couple and not have to concern with the travel home, you know. Yes. Once in a blue moon, we'll bring in somebody else's who's a high one. Yeah. We're very much, hey, we just want to let you know as you drink this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 10% are here, man. <laughs> Prepare for war. Did you yeah. drive yourself or do you have someone that's <laughs> capable of friends? doing that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or is that why you're here because you don't have friends? <laughs> Good place to make friends. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'll make you a friend. We'll make you a friend. That should be your tagline. <laughs> At Amory Aleworks, we will make you a friend. <laughs> or you will become ours. Because half the time folks come in. We get a lot of people coming by themselves. Yeah. Gosh, they're the best. You know, you get to mm. hang out. Oh, patrons are the best. <laughs> and that's that's one of the nicest things about when we came in. Obviously, my family and I were total strangers. Yep. And a lot of the time when you go to, and it's not even just here, it's Wisconsin. When you go to a smaller area. When you walk into a place, you're used to the door opening and everybody staring at you. Yes, that is not the case here. Like, that is not the case here. Like, not, yep, not the case here. The most friendly, what I would consider towny place that I have ever been to, yes. where I opened the door and nobody looked at me. Oh no, no, you, no! You get that moment of like, oh, that was that wasn't so bad. I went, uh, I went oh. All right. Yeah, Yeah, we'll sit down. (laughs) And everybody wants, like I would say, as long as we're not so busy that we can't talk. We love, hey, where are you from? Tell me your story. Why are you here? Is it your first time? Um, And it's amazing. I mean, we've had people come from far away who've heard about you. Um, So it's nice to kind of put faces to the people sitting here and their experiences as well. Hmm. Yeah, and that that was great. The night that we were here, it was super busy. Um, which was great. We still got great service. And then Candy was still, you know, like I said, Candy yeah. was still, why are you here? Why are you, here? Uh, you know, is this your first time? What are you doing? You know, how was the food? Uh, and then she found out what we were doing. And she's like, oh, you're going to love Jenna. Jenna's going to be great. <laughs> and, and it was like the best ending to a visit that, you know, we've ever been to a place. It was like, you know, you felt supercharged you felt when you were going home, out the door. Like, yeah. All right. They, they, they're yeah, like happy that we're here. Wow, that's great. And we are. If I can say anything, like we're happy that people are here. That's yeah. why we're here. <laughs> it's for the experience. And if you keep coming back, like yeah, that's yeah. us. Yeah. yeah. And that's awesome. Uh, shall we move on to the stout? We can. This mm. is, uh, I did not have this one the time that I was here. I don't think there was a stout on. There was not a stout on. Yeah. Yeah, we put it on this week. I would say on the SRMs, that's probably rocking a solid 38, 39. For those that, that aren't aware of what an SRM is, Troy, why don't you explain to them the real, real the briefly? The standard referencing method. So that's on a scale 1 through 40, 40 being like a Guinness. Say this there you go. For a stout, this is probably around a 38. You're also one. our SRM expert. <laughs> Where do you guys get your water from? Like just like a well? or? Yeah, so we're on well water. We add nothing to it. Fantastic water. Yeah, you know, because like the more you learn about beer, the more you realize how crucial water yep. is. And like, like when you go back through European styles, British styles, or whatever, like the water is so effective. So I always find it funny when breweries like yourselves open up and you're using your own water sources and just kind of what you know that makes your beer yours because that's your water. Yep, I would say we have very good water here on the property um, in Wisconsin, and I. I can't believe we keep up. I mean, right? So my little well runs the barn, <laughs> the brewing, my house. I mean, multiple things. Yeah. Um, 
eventually the swimming pool, right? Right? Wouldn't that be great? Uh, <laughs> Add it to the list. Add it, yeah. <laughs> Put that one on the list. Just say, just say the Taproom Traveler guy suggested Hashtag it. maybe hot tub. <laughs> ooh. Yeah. We got skating rink. We, and ooh. we're like, ooh, that's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> I actually like that idea. Yeah, skating skating rink and drinking is dangerous. I, I know. Mean, we're like, who's going to man that, though? Me, but me. wouldn't it be fun? Wait, so let's, get in, let's get beer in people and then strap blades onto their feet. <laughs> And and no offense to short people, but honestly, sh- skating is more for short people. We're fantastic. Yeah, at right. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You you guys are great at a lot of things. Bowling, bowling uh, because you're that. because <laughs> you're lower you're lower to the lane. Yeah. I'm six foot four, so Landon's a bowler. Yeah, ah. uh, skating, no, not a, not a good thing. Bowling, uh, bowling, I do. Okay, uh, but since I'm an old man, uh, you know the back goes out. So, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so it's, it's tough being tall and and uh, older than you actually are. <laughs> I would say the the stout is it got a nice little roast to it, nice little little yeah. caramel back note to it. But otherwise, I'm assuming you, there's no coffee added, but you still get that kind yeah, of yeah. There is bitterness. no coffee to this, so this is our standard stout that we typically would add the coffee yeah. to if we did our coffee stout. Just a nice. Easy drinking stout, you know, a little bitter, little, you know. And little. there's a real, and going back to the water, there is a real clean finish to every one of these yeah. beers. Thank you. So that's always one of my last questions I ask. I try to work my way through them and be like, is, was there a noticeable water impact? You know, sometimes there is, sometimes there isn't. But Well, and it's it's something that always impacts beer, but we, I mean, we talk about it, but we don't talk about it, I think, enough. Yeah. Well, some places also will go through like filtration systems, which at that point, right. yeah, right. it just becomes bland, I guess. Yeah, we're just lucky. You know, like in city water, you're on a different story. Right. And we are definitely not on city water, um, which is awesome. Well, and depending on what city you're in. Huge differences. Who who knows knows what you're combating then. Exactly. I mean, in Wisconsin as a whole, just has great water. I love Wisconsin water. Everywhere Mm -hmm. we get great snowfall, we get precipitation, you know. We have wells everywhere. The Great Lakes aren't that far away. You know, we are we are one of the most water fortunate places in the world. So. I would agree with that, with the exception of the Mississippi. No, why you don't? Like Is it great water? Oh, I, I don't know. Looks I mean, I would probably it probably <laughs> would, Mississippi would probably be good water. I'm like I guess I don't know. <laughs> Boy, I really took you guys for a yeah, turn. Yeah, like, you're, that. you're testing like, our going water knowledge. I, I grew with the Missouri. <laughs> it looks clean. Yeah, you know, Mississippi probably would be cleaner if it wasn't for us. But. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, undoubtedly. Especially down by the New Orleans. By the time it gets to New Orleans, it has to be a stanky. <laughs> it is. Have you ever been to New Orleans? Nope. It's a whole other deal down there. <laughs> but that's why we stay in northern Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah. They, they, that's like a uniform thing in this area, too, is people just have, like, really good soft, like, fresh water supply, you know. It gives us a unique terroir here in this part of the state, uh, world. Terroir. There you go with that one. I'm just dropping <laughs> words. Because of your fancy words. Very that's, impressed. That's just, that's I just Troy. You won't, get anything, you won't get anything fancy over on this end of the bar. <laughs> uh, anyway, great, great solid beers. I, oh, yeah. I, um, feels good to be out. It feels good to drink. It feels good to you good. Know, you know, be in a nice spot. Everything here, you know, especially coming out of COVID life here. Oh, yeah. I, we're slowly coming out of it, but it's, it feels it's, good. Um, yeah, we're we're happy to be back on the road again and actually in places instead of. You're literally the best brewery I've been to in a year. Yeah. <laughs> Your first one. <laughs> you Maybe. need to say that three episodes from now. <laughs> <laughs> uh. 
But yeah, so thank you so much for having us out. Um, how c- if people want to come and visit you here at Amory Ale Works, how can they do that? Well, yeah. the first thing I would say is it's a must. Well, yeah. yes, thank you. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so s- all year round, we are open Thursday from four to nine, Friday from four to ten, and Saturday from twelve to ten. So that Boom. is summer, winter, fall. Um, always open. Yep. Um, and then in the summertime around June, we add Sunday hours, which are 12 to 7 as well. Okay. Um, so not open really during the week. We're a long weekend type of place. Um, our uh, website is www.amoryaleworks.com. Really tricky. Yeah. Uh, we've got all of our good info there. So you can see uh, a snippet of our menus. Um, you can find our address you definitely want to put the address in the Google to find us yes. because we are on a county road. We're not right in town. Um, it's it's going to be a fun journey. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's actually beautiful drive, beautiful property. Get out of town for a hot minute, you know. A hundred percent. Still close to Amory, so plenty to do if you do make a trek from somewhere far Need a away. Gas station. Lots of stuff around. <laughs> <laughs> really, no, we're not that far away from the Twin Cities for nope. you know those kind of people. Yeah. Yep. A hundred percent. We're about an hour, a little over an hour from the Twin Cities. Sure. I was just thinking this place could have really saved me a lot of time and energy back in the day because me and the wife got engaged at a brewery, but then when yes. we got married in a barn. You could have just consolidated that down to one spot. Yeah. You kind of got engaged and married at a brewery bar. Yes. So yeah. that's what we have moved into. We <laughs> do events on top of just being open as a tap room and restaurant. Yep. Um, so we do everything from retirement parties, birthday parties, graduations. We have a private event space on the second and third floor of our barn. So we are definitely not limited to just being a brewery so that is something for folks to consider. Um, we do do weddings smaller in scale. Um, but a little bit of everything. So yeah. it's kind of a good mix. We have an Airbnb on site. There's no excuse. As well. Yeah. So we've kind of got <laughs> like this just fun little place out in the middle on a country road in a barn. But, <laughs> but not on a gravel that? road. For those of you that are opposed to driving yes, on gravel right? roads. <laughs> This is paved. This <laughs> one's paved. Yeah. And it's now open to ATVs and UTVs. Oh, really? There you um, go. So folks can uh. totally bring all their side-by-sides and fun um, ATV, UTVs. So we get a lot of that in the summer now. Um, and we're not far from the big trail that comes through town. We're also really close to a major bike trail um, that goes all the way to Dresser, Wisconsin. Um, oh, wow. Wow. So lots Dresser, of ways to get here. Yeah. 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 <laughs> they have lots of things. <laughs> like the grocery store. And the bike trail. And the bike trail. The the bike trail. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we hope people come out. Um, summer, obviously, we've got great patio seating. Um, we do all sorts of events. So we post those on our website. We do things from trivia nights to live music. Um, we do a big Mother's Day vendor fair this year. Oh, that'll um, be fun. Yeah. Oh. A little bit of everything. Yeah. Yeah, and timely too. So yeah, yeah, we're excited. Still got time to plan for Mother's Day. I know. I know. You can bring your mom on Saturday for a great day of craft I, beer I or for, fun cocktails. I forget <laughs> it's Mother's Day, and and then uh, my excuse always is to my wife is, uh, "You're not my mother." So <laughs> I don't know what the kids did for you, but I did not. <laughs> <laughs> that goes over so yeah, well. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's Wayne is like batting a hundred. <laughs> it's been going on for a while now, and we'll see. Now you can bring in Amory Aleworks Mother's Day vendor fair. Well, she was here Have with me the last beer. time, and she she loved the place. So uh, I, I, th- I don't think that'll be a problem bringing right? her back here. <laughs> 
That's good. Uh, small little tidbit for those of you that are actually listening in Eau Claire, uh, where we're from. Jenna's actually from Eau Claire, yes. so, and I know we left that for the end of the podcast, <laughs> so hopefully you stayed with us, but um, yeah, grew up. Grew up in Eau Claire, in Eau Claire. Wisconsin. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not too far like, away. Yeah, went West to school like five blocks away from where I live. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Fun little fact. I it's know. a small world. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> always is. So anyway, uh, thank you again, Jenna. Do you got anything more, Troy? Ah, no, you were waving your microphone like you had something. No, just in there. Uh, it's an ideal spot. Come on up. Yeah, thank absolutely. you. So uh, thank you all for listening. We appreciate Jenna for having us oh, out. Yeah. And of thank course, thank you for the beers. Yeah. Yes, yeah. of course, for the <laughs> beer. Um, hopefully, you guys will listen to uh, the rest of our podcast. We're, we're going to be in all kinds of ideal locations. Hopefully, uh, yeah, it's a good way to good way to kick beer, it off. Right? Yeah, yeah. So thank you again. And uh, we'll uh, we'll talk to you guys later. Huh? I'm waving. I don't know.